0: Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew, Bible teacher and pastor of Grace Valley Christian Center, located in Davis, California. Today, Pastor Matthew continues on in the Bible series in the Book of Romans with this message entitled, Security Guaranteed. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to Romans chapter 8, verse 1. Now, here's our teacher, Pastor P.G. Matthew. Oh God... Help us in this place to declare the gospel of God. Gospel of great salvation. Help us to declare truth. Help us to lift Jesus Christ higher. That those who look upon him be saved. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. We are preaching through the Bible. Because we believe in the Bible. We believe in the God of the Bible. We believe that God's word is absolutely true. And the world is in darkness. The world is full of lies. And we are interested in preaching what Romans chapter 8 is speaking. We come to Romans 8. God guaranteed eternal security. Guarantee means nothing, sir. The question is, who guarantees it? I am telling you, in this chapter, God, triune, guarantees our ultimate, final salvation. And we want to treat verse 1 today, which makes a declaration. There is now therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. And some of you have memorized it in Greek text. Uden ara nun Toys en crystal esu. The eighth chapter of Romans is described in many ways. Some people look at it as the highest peak in a range of mountain. Others say the most sparkling diamond. In a ring of diamonds. The holy of holies of the Christian faith. And the first verse itself. Is a summary of the gospel. Romans 8 sets forth. The absolute. Certainty. Of the full and final salvation of all who are justified by faith. And therefore, live a holy life. Did you hear that, sir? Let me say it again. Because people understand it wrongly. Romans 8 sets forth the absolute certainty. Of the full and final salvation of all. Who are justified by faith. And therefore. Live a holy life. Because of Christ's death on the cross. Our salvation in its fullness. Has been accomplished. Salvation in all its aspects. Justification. Sanctification and glorification. God has purposed from all eternity to bring many sons to glory. This full salvation is being applied to every elect by the Holy Spirit. And this was the plan of our Heavenly Father from all eternity. He chose a people who will be made holy and blameless in his sight. The bride of Christ is a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish but holy and blameless. It is because of God the Father we are in Christ Jesus who has become for us wisdom. Wisdom of God. Righteousness, holiness, and redemption. Or we could say justification, sanctification, and glorification. Sir, The Bible says Jesus saves his people From their sins. Not in their sins. Those whom who justifies. Will be sanctified. And glorified. Such will be admitted to his heaven. Others must depart to hell. On the last day. God takes. The objects of wrath. And makes them objects of grace. God takes the children of disobedience. And makes them children of obedience. God justifies the ungodly. And makes them godly. Saints of God we are saved. We are being saved. And we will be saved on the last day. By grace alone through faith alone by Christ alone. So all praise be to God the Father, God the Son and God the Holy Spirit, one God in three persons. And he spoke of the man of Romans 7:14 through 25. That man was not justified or sanctified. He was a dying man. A defeated man, a hopeless man, a wretched man who was taken prisoner by the law of sin in his members. He was no free person. He was incapable of saving himself. So he cried out for a deliverer. And the answer came through Christian Paul. Thanks be to God. God saves us through Jesus Christ our Lord. So I want to speak two things. First, there is therefore now no condemnation. Second, there is therefore now no condemnation to those... Who are in Christ Jesus. Therefore there is now no condemnation. Therefore Romans 8 looks back upon what has been stated in regard to the gospel in the first seven chapters. Paul now draws a conclusion. In view of all I have said so far, here is the conclusion of the matter. Believers in Jesus Christ are secure beyond a shadow of doubt. Therefore, there is now, noon in Greek. Now. What does that word now mean? Now, no condemnation. Now points to the gospel age. It points to the incarnation and the atonement of Jesus Christ. God's eternal son. Son of his bosom. Now. Now is temporal. Not logical. Now that Christ died. Now that he's buried. Now that he's raised. Now that he's ascended. Now that he is seated at God's right hand, a sovereign of the universe and head of the church. Now there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Not only that now points to the time when you and I trusted in the gospel of God. Thirdly, it says no condemnation. Uden is the word. Therefore, now there is no condemnation. The Greek word no is not the symbol no, which in the Greek is u, but it is the more powerful negation. And the word is uden. This more powerful No word stands at the beginning of the sentence. That means there is serious emphasis on the negation. Never ever. There is never ever any condemnation for us. No, never ever. When God saves wretched, dying, hopeless sinners... He declares, no, never, ever, any condemnation for them. Rolled away, rolled away, rolled away. Every burden of my heart is rolled away. God says, relax. The peace of God that passes all human understanding comes from heaven. Fills your heart to overflowing, guards your mind, make it unshakable, no condemnation. Who said so? God said so. Therefore, there is now no condemnation. What does it mean, condemnation? Condemnation points to sentence of judgment. And its execution. Sentence and punishment. Judgment and death. In Adam, every man except Jesus Christ is a sinner. A born sinner who practices sin daily. He is guilty before God. We are told the wrath of God is being revealed against him. He is an enemy of God. He is a rebel. He refuses to love truth and glorify God. The question is then how can such a a rebel, how can such people hear this glorious gospel sentence from heaven? There is now, therefore, no condemnation. This point has been extensively treated in chapter 5 of Romans 12 through 21. In place of the elect sinful sons of the first Adam, the last Adam, Jesus Christ, fulfilled God's law. In his life and in his death on the cross. Jesus Christ, friends, was condemned in our place. Not only he was condemned, he was also executed in our place on Calvary's cross. So those who believe in Jesus Christ are not condemned. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Instead, they are justified. They are seen by God without any sin. So no condemnation speaks of God's justification of us. So we read in Romans 5. Beginning with verse 15. That we are given a gift. That we are given a gift of grace. That we are given a gift of God. That we are, a, we are given gift of justification. We are given a gift of righteousness. We are given gift of justification of life eternal life sir condemned people are given righteousness eternal life it is an irreversible justification unto life once pronounced no condemnation once granted justification once granted righteousness our position cannot be reversed God will not reverse it No creation can reverse it. No angel can reverse it. No man can reverse it. Not even your sin can reverse it. What then shall we say in response to this? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also along with him graciously give us all things... Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who is he that condemns? Christ Jesus who died more than that. Who was raised to life. He is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Friends, God will not reverse it. No creation can reverse it. No angel can reverse it. No man can reverse it. No devil can reverse it. No world can reverse it. And my own sin cannot reverse it. No condemnation. No separation. No one can snatch us out of God's omnipotent hands. Why? Why? Christian, Christ Jesus has once for all solved our sin problem. We, friends, have crossed over from death to life and we will never go back. All our sins are gone. All God's wrath is gone. All our condemnation is gone. Friends, we are no longer under the rule and power and authority of law, sin, death, wrath, or Satan. It's all gone. In Jesus Christ, we are righteousness of God. Not only we are righteous, we are righteousness of God. We have been transferred from the kingdom of darkness. To the kingdom of God's beloved son. Friends we are with God. We are in God. We are in Christ. Christ is in us. Holy Spirit is in us. This is not our testimony. This is God's declaration. This is the great divine indicative of fact. No, no condemnation, says God in His Word. God has pardoned all of our sins, all of it. God has clothed us with Christ's divine righteousness. God has given us the power of the Holy Spirit to live a life of victory. Through regeneration, God has given us divine nature. No more we are wretched, dying, hopeless prisoners of sin and Satan. We have been justified. We have been pardoned. We have been given righteousness of God. We have been empowered. Sin has no more dominion over us. Law has no more dominion over us. Death has no more dominion over us. Satan has no more dominion over us. The world has no more dominion over us. We are mighty men and women and children of God. With God we fight against Satan, sin and the world. And we win. We are overcomers. Neither death nor life or anything in all creation. He is able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. God has made us in Jesus Christ, Romans 8 37, super conquerors. Christians, friends, we are not in the hospital. We are mighty warriors. We wage war against the powers of darkness. No condemnation ever. It is utterly impossible for us to be unjustified. No punishment for us. Why? Christ died for our sins. Secondly, friends, there is now, therefore, no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Tois en Christo esu. That is to those who are united with Christ. Vitally linked to him. To those who have been taken. Out of first Adam. And are united with the last Adam. Jesus Christ. In him is life. In him is light. In him is hope. In him is everything. Outside of him. Only curse. Curse and defeat and destruction, death and hell, shame. There are only two classes of people in the world. Those who are in Adam are sinners, they are condemned and waiting for their final execution. And those who are in Christ Jesus justified forever two classes of people unbelievers and believers friends we are justified by faith in Jesus Christ the question again is how can a wicked man be united to Christ how can he believe that calls for nothing less than a divine miracle So elect sinner is spiritually made alive. And is given the gift of repentance and the gift of saving faith. Thus he trusts in Christ alone. In his person. And in his atonement. And he is thus justified. He is in Christ Jesus. He is united with him in his death. Burial and resurrection. Romans 6, 3 and 4. Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death. We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death. In order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father. We too may live a new life. Having been raised up spiritually with him, we live a new life. The life of Jesus Christ. We are in the ark, sir. We are in Christ. No condemnation. No separation. United with Christ. So, friends, we are the bride of Christ. Christ is our beloved husband. As a result of this union, all our liabilities are his. And all his assets are ours. Oh, what a blessed union. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. To make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word. And to present her to himself. A radiant church. Without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish. But holy and blameless. He's speaking about Christ and his bride. In Christ Jesus. So we read... I am the vine, we are the branches. In John 15, I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. He's the vine, we are the branches that are fruitful and pruned. That produce fruit, more fruit and much fruit for the glory of God the Father. Life of the vine is pulsating in us. Life of the vine is the reason for all our fruitfulness. We live by grace. We are in Christ. What a vital union. And we read, Jesus Christ is the head. And we are his body speaking about our union. Ephesians 1, and 23. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head for everything. Over everything for the church which is his body. The fullness of him who fills everything in every way. He's the head and we are the body. He directs us, provides us, protects us. And we serve him in his resurrection life. We are united with Him. We are in Christ Jesus. And not only that, He is the foundation. We are the building built upon Him as living stones. Built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ Jesus Himself as the chief cornerstone. In Him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him you two are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. In Christ Jesus. The people of God are in Christ Jesus. This phrase and its equivalents, such as in him. This phrase is found 164 times in Paul's writings. What a blessing it is. In Christ Jesus. Either you are in Christ. Or you are outside Christ. In the ark you are safe. Outside you perish. In the flood waters. You are in Christ sir by saving faith. Outside are unbelievers. All markers of Jesus Christ. Outside are the unbelieving philosophers and scientists and politicians, the rich, the beautiful, the powerful, the brilliant, and all religionists who reject the only God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Outside are the wretched, the hopeless, and the dying. Revelation 22, verse 15. Outside are the dogs. Those who practice magic arts, the sexually immoral, the murderers, the idolaters, and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. The question today that we must face, are you in Christ Jesus? Or are we outside Christ Jesus? Don't tell me that you were born in a church and brought up in a church. All that means nothing. Nothing. Are you in Christ Jesus? Can you say there is now therefore no condemnation for me? Matthew 22 and verse 13. Then the king told the attendants. Tie him hand and foot and throw him outside. Into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. In the moment you die. You will experience it. If you are an unbeliever. Today is the best day for you. The moment you die. You descend. Into that far place away from God. Matthew 25 and verse 30. And throw that worthless servant outside into the darkness. Where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Matthew 7, 23 says, Then I will tell them clearly, plainly, I never knew you away from me, you evildoers. Matthew 25, 41 and 46, Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you who are cursed into the eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. Verse 46 then they will go away to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. No condemnation only for those in Christ Jesus. No condemn- condemnation ever for us who by faith are in Christ Jesus. For us, Waiting for us on that day. Approbation. Benediction. And eternal blessings. David said blessed are they. Whose transgressions are forgiven. Whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man. Whose sin the Lord will never count against him. Because all his sins were counted against Jesus Christ. Our divine substitute friends are you in Christ Jesus Christ Jesus God's beloved son was sent into the world to deal with our sin problem it is our sin that separates us from God it is because of our sins we are outside of Christ Christ Jesus died for the sins of all who repent truly and trust him savingly. Trust him. Who was condemned in our stead. Who was punished in our stead. Who was crucified not for his sins but ours. So friends, if you are outside, come inside. Inside the ark, inside is life, inside is light, inside is hope, inside is peace, inside is joy. Inside is eternal security. Inside, God himself. Outside is darkness and death and hopelessness and anxiety and misery and condemnation. Hear the call of Jesus to sinners who are outside. Come unto me, all those who are weary and heavy laden. I'll give you rest. The Bible says everyone, everyone, sir, everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Such people, there is therefore now no condemnation because they are in Christ Jesus. If God is for us, who can be against us? It is God who justifies. Go and live courageously. Be a warrior for Christ. Be a super conqueror. Live an overcoming life in Spirit's power. Resist the devil, he'll resist sin. Resist temptation. Resist secularism. Live for God's son who died for us. And lives for us. Never to die again. Heavenly Father we pray that you help us. To rejoice in our new status. That we are in Christ Jesus. There is therefore now no condemnation for us. Because we are justified. Lord, help us to be compassionate toward those who are outside of Christ. Help us to declare to them the way of life, the way of hope, the way of justification, the way of no condemnation, the way of blessedness through living and proclaiming this gospel. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. You have been listening to Grace and Glory Audio. With this message entitled Security Guaranteed. Come back soon for more transforming Bible teaching from Pastor P.G. Matthew.